The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And what matters to me? Well, I'll tell you what. I've been contemplating this for a long, long time, and it's it's to the point whereas I, I just cannot. Oh, don't. First of all, let me say, I have been discussing this topic in other forms, but I decided to bring this topic to the show today because it, it's so important to me. And a lot of times with, with this show, Rayella Sports, I, I get a chance to, um, to share with you guys my experiences from my life, whether it's been in, in sports or off the field. And I share it with you because so many of you have shared your life with me. And had you not have shared your life with me, I would have not had the opportunity to share with you. It's what you invested in me. This is my return on your investment because I am, I believe, a productive citizen of society. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a black man. I'm a citizen of the United States of America. And I am the host of Rail the Sports. So I get a chance to say whatever the hell I want to say. But those again, those of you again who know me, keep it real that might as well have been my middle name because that's all I'm going to do I'm going to keep it real and I'm going to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help me God you don't I don't even have to have a bible in front of me to swear upon I'm just going to give it to you the way it is I'm going to tell you the truth so the, the name of this show what matters to me today what matters to me today is black lives matter and the Canton police Boys Club. Black Lives Matter and the Canton Police Boys Club. Now, we're going to talk about some sports, but it's, it's sports what got me this platform here to talk about Black Lives Matter and the Canton Police Boys Club together. See, for me, there is no separation in Black Lives Matter and Canton Police Boys Club. I, I want to dedicate this show. I'm emotional. Wow. Let's take time out. I'm going to take time out because I do this. I take time out whenever there's a, one, a member of the fraternity has gone to heaven. So there's a member of a couple fraternities that have gone to heaven. Some black lives were lost. And they were just young black men. That's how we just identify them to let you know what the problem is. 
and there are some policemen that have been lost, and that's where my connection to the Canton Police Boys Club is. But in particular, this man by the name of Babe Stern, a Jewish man that I didn't even know he was Jewish till I got older, and I mean much older, that I'm a, I'm a connected to 1968. But I want you to follow this story with me. So I'm going to take a, a, a moment of silence to recognize those fallen policemen, the young black men that have died, and Babe Stern by name. Okay, that's my moment of silence. That gave me some strength. Because what I want to do is, you know, this whole thing about sports, let's go back to 1968. I was, of course, I was a little boy then. But I used to attend what's called the Kent Police Boys Club in Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame city. And see, I myself didn't even know it. But this was a, a place that was, that was designed specifically so that we had some place to go to keep us off the streets, to keep us out of trouble. Because a lot of times, the, a lot of the young black kids and, and some of the white kids that didn't have a lot too, we, we didn't have big backyards to play in. We didn't have swimming pools to swim in. We didn't have basketball courts. We didn't have pool tables. You know, we didn't, we didn't have, you know, a library of books to read. Some of us maybe didn't even have TVs. We did, certainly didn't have telephones. I know because I went to the neighbor's house. To receive a phone call if I got one. So you see, the Canton Police Boys Club and movies, Saturday morning movies. We went to the Canton Police Boys Club to get all the things and some of the luxuries in life that we didn't have. And when we would go to this place, there was a man named Babe Stern, who was the sheriff of Stark County. As a matter of fact, um, Babe Stern, I believe it was Stark County, certainly it was Canton, Ohio. Babe Stern was the sheriff, and, and Babe was also the person along with Ralph. And I don't even, it was, it was a thing where Ralph was another policeman that worked there with Babe. And he, too, was a person that was there all the time. Babe, a Jewish fella, a white Jewish man. Ralph, I don't know what his... His, his choice of religion was But he was a white man And these were white men that I know Ralph was there, I know Babe was there And I know it was a lot of young black boys That was there all the time Particularly our nights were Friday It was open Friday and Saturday They never missed They would get in the car And drive us home Because we didn't have cars Our families didn't have cars They would drive us home Drive us down. They would drop us off at the corner of Market and Navarre, Canton, Ohio. I know that because my grandfather lived at the corner of Market and Navarre. He, too, did not have a car. They would drive us to that corner, drop us off. We'd get off and everybody then go home. There was another one that would go to another section of Canton, another car they'd get, and drive some kids to another section of Canton. These men, <laughs> before, you always hear people say, it's not what you say, it's what you do. Before Black Lives Matter ever became popular for people to use to get the message across, these men proved it's not what you say, it's what you do. 
These men invested in these young black boys that they knew, unlike what some people might have felt to have been some trash. You know, trash, you know, they say, hey, you know, hey, uh, you know, what do you want? What do you want me to do with this cup? Oh, man, it don't matter. You can put it over there. You can throw it. it don't matter. You can throw it over there. Just, just throw it over there. They didn't look at black lives like that. They looked at yellow, little black boys as somebody that, guess what? One man's trash is another man's treasure. And if I invest in this, I can get something out of this. I see something in these young boys. I see the potential. I know they can do it. Somebody's just, I'm going to help them. I'm going to show them how to do it. I thank God for Ralph and Bay. And you know what? It just so happens that, again... <laughs> sustainable. <laughs> uh, my wife's an environmentalist, so I'm going to use a little bit of that. You know, if you do it and, and you come up with a plan and a way of doing things, it, it's a sustainable model that works. Something does matter. Don't just throw it anyway. Don't just treat it anyway. Because when, when you think about it, <laughs> here you go, the recycle thing, the, <laughs> the, the sustainable thing. We used to do that with trash. We didn't care what we did with trash. We just throw it anyway. It doesn't make no difference. Oh, man, it's just trash. Just throw it away. And guess what? Somebody woke up one day and said, hey, no, ho, no. Okay, stick the trash over there and take the recyclables over there because we can use them again. They have some value to us. As a matter of fact, a lot of value. We can get a lot out of them, a lot out of that trash. That's what they used to think young black boys was back in the day, trash. And somebody like Babe Stern woke up one day. <laughs> Babe said, no, this isn't trash. The investment was, was, was <laughs> he saw the return investment times over again and again and again and again. I know from 1968, just giving access to the facility, being there, keeping it open, making sure the electricity was on, lights on, everything, you know, everything was the way it should be. He provided a safe haven for a young man by the name of Ronnie Harris, who became an Olympic gold medalist in 1968. If the Canton Police Boys Club were not there, and if one man thought that black lives didn't matter, and he thought it was just trash, he just threw it away, maybe Ronnie would have never won a gold medal. Maybe this young black man, I'm still young, I don't care how old I get, I'll be young at heart. I wouldn't be here doing this show today if he thought black lives didn't matter. But it wasn't what he said, it's what he did. He didn't throw the trash or shoot the, sh shoot the trash, I should say. He didn't throw it away, he didn't shoot it away. It mattered to him. So he took in consideration how he treated those young black boys. That's all we need to do today, is just to consider how we treat every human being. Don't say, the black, white, green, blue, purple, yellow, Chinese, Japanese, Irish, Puerto Rican, don't say it doesn't matter. I'll just do whatever you want to do, man. It don't matter. It does matter. The only reason why us black folks have to speak up is because it was nobody was saying anything. They certain what they were doing and not all. That's why I started this show off with Babe Stern. That's why I started this show off with Ralph. Because some do care, but the ones that are wrong, wrong is wrong. The black man that shot the police, he's wrong. I hate to say it, but he's dead wrong already. But he was wrong. That is wrong. I will never in my life stand up for that. I pray to my man, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus tells me to forgive. Now, we're going to forgive, but we're going to continue to 
to speak up. I'm in a position today I would have never been in in my life to possibly work on one of the greatest projects that ever came to the city of Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame Village. If somebody like Babe Stern didn't invest in me and understand that my life mattered, I wouldn't be in this position today. I pray to God that I'm able to successfully complete the opportunity that's in front of me so I can use this as my testimony. All lives matter. Give them a chance. Invest in them. Hell, if you don't invest, I don't care who he is, who she is. If you don't invest in them, you're going to still invest in them. Think about that. If you don't invest in them, you will still invest in them. They may not see anything in return because you take their lives. You could still possibly see something if you're in a funeral home business, if you're in the prison business. Those people will see, they'll get a return on some investment. But us who are citizens, like they did in Dallas, I don't know how many of you seen that. But on Facebook, there is a Black Lives Matter crowd over here and another crowd, particularly a lot of white folks over here, who were not part of the Black Lives Matter crowd. They stood on other sides of the street, having a different perspective about different things, particularly the shooting that happened in Dallas. You know what happened? God stepped in. I'm going to say it. God stepped in and said, you are all my children. You hug him, you hug her, she hug him, he hug. I bet you there was black men and, and white men that were hugging each other that have never hugged a black man before, never hugged a white man before. There were black women and white men and white men and black that have hugged each other, never hugged somebody of the opposite race ever in their life before. But they did it that day. I say this all the time, this thing that I do, or I used to do called football, that now I talk about all the time. Why in the hell is it that we can come together for 60 minutes, and I don't care, as long as he got on the jersey that's different than mine, I'm knocking his damn head off. This ain't bragging, it's fact. That's what I was trying to do. I'm going to take your head off. I'm paying for it now, but I'm going to take your head off because you got another jersey on that's a different color than mine. I get paid to do this. And I'm going to do it if they pay me now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do it so they pay me more. But we would do that. How do you do that? How do you say that you can go into a corporate environment and you can't do it, but football teams can find a way to do it. Basketball teams can find a way to do it. But we can't do it. But then you know what? These same people who can't do it, who hate each other so much, black and white, you show your ass up at football games and then you show your ass up on TV, you sit in front of your living room couches and you're screaming for the teams. Those teams got black players and white players on there, but you saying you hate black and white. But then you scream before the team. What, what is that? There is something wrong with us as human beings to intentionally do. We intentionally do that. We intentionally root for that team that's got some people on there that we don't like. I don't care if you're black or white. You don't like it, then why are you rooting for that team? Stop it. We don't want you. All those people out there who are so prejudiced that you can't see beyond color, I hope I never see you again. I hope you, hmm, I'm going to pray for you. I got to get the mean spirit out of my heart. I'm going to pray for you that you change. And that you realize that black lives matter, white lives matter, Asians, Italians, Greeks, Puerto Ricans, everybody matters. 
Don't be so filled with hate that you can't see. That guess what? They bleed like you bleed. I have yet to see a person on the ground that I've seen black blood. I have not seen white blood. I've seen red blood on the ground every time a person is shot. Every time a life is taken. Boy, I, you know, I came in to do the show today and I was, I was determined to do this show. I was running late from a medium. I was determined to do this show because I wanted to do this show. I wanted to pay tribute. I wanted to pay homage to the Cannes Police Boys Club and Black Lives Matter because to me, that's where it all started at. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm going to take a break and we'll be right back after this message. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you're the music you know the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. What matters to me, the Canton Police Boys Club and Black Lives Matter. It's just a way just to bring it all together, bring us all together. You know, <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to some people. I, I, I mean, I met Denzel one time in my life. He would never remember me. But I'm going to give a shout out to Denzel Washington. Denzel is one person I know he, too, was brought up in a police boys club, you know, system across the country. You know, um, they were, at least ours was a Canton police boys club. If the boys club is separate from the police department across the country, I don't know where, but, you know, so... Um, just want to say that I want to do that those of you who were listening earlier go back and listen you'll understand what this thing is all about to me because I'm as man it's in my heart it's in my heart I by no means am advocating for any person I don't care what color you are what religion I don't care you have no nobody has no right to take your life except what I believe in is Jesus Christ God is the only person who can take your life according to my heavenly father, nobody else has the right to determine that you should no longer breathe on this earth. He makes that decision. He brought you in. He takes you out. Just give a person enough time and you'll find out. <laughs> it's not that somebody 
unless illegally, walks in a room and say, you're going to die. You don't point to people and say, die. <laughs> now, you point to people and you shoot a gun, they die. You walk up to them, you cut their throat, they die. <laughs> and listen now, uh, I know that I'm a person who can tell you that he determines when he wants you to die and when he doesn't. Because I'm sitting here in this seat, in this broadcast booth, been struck. God put his hand on me twice. As a matter of fact, I got a, my first anniversary coming up here August 10th, 1980. Oh, I'm sorry, 1981, 35 years ago, for the first time. He put his hands on me intentionally to get my attention and say, hey, hey, yo, Ray, listen, are you listening? You ain't listening? Boom. First time I got struck by lightning. I've been struck by lightning twice. If you ever see me in my hair is cut low, real, real low, just, just walk around and look at my hair. You'll see the scarf there on top of it. He wasn't ready to take me, but he wanted my attention. I wouldn't give it to him, so he, he got it. But, okay, excuse me. Yes, Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> but no, nobody else can take your life. And if they do, well, things are supposed to, there's supposed to be consequences for them as well. But anyway, that's what matters to me. So let's go on. Let's, let's talk a little bit about sports. Wow. We're going to talk about basketball because, <laughs> you know, it's really intriguing to me that I, I don't know what, it, what everybody else feels about this, but I haven't heard it from this perspective. And I think somebody needs to stop and think about it from this perspective because I, I think it happens, I know for sure, it happened in football back when, mm, wow, I'm going to take myself back. But anyway, I'll, I'll say, let's just say Reggie White. Reggie and I played together with the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, at this time, I wasn't with the Eagles. In fact, I'd gone on to the Browns and I probably had retired uh, because of my neck injury. But um, Reggie is a face of free agency in football. Uh, Reggie White, uh, and according to, and I, I never talked to his wife, Sarah, God bless you, Sarah, uh, but I've seen her, uh, of course, the, the piece they've done on the, um, A Football Life, uh, and, and I've seen where Sarah actually says that Reggie was not offered a contract, that Reggie would have never left Philadelphia, that Reggie wanted to play for the Eagles, but they didn't offer him a contract. So... Reggie at least had then the option to choose where he wanted to play. And Reggie felt that the best place for him to play, and again, I didn't talk to Reggie about this, but I'm just the way things worked out. I'm sure Reggie, because he was a winner, <laughs> Reggie wanted to win. He came to Philadelphia. He thought we could win there. Uh, he, Reggie was part of that team, started to turn things around. Uh, we, we, we were a couple games away when Reggie got there. We got closer, and then they made the playoffs when I was in Cleveland. And... Uh, and then, of course, when Reggie left, you know, things were a little bit different. But then Donovan came and turned things around again. And all of a sudden, going to the playoffs, at least deep into the playoffs, was something that the Eagles could expect every year. And they went to a Super Bowl. But Reggie White left Philadelphia, went to Green Bay, won a Super Bowl. So looking at that, I think that most people at that time, if they were interested in winning and they were good, and they had the ability to go to different teams, they would at least consider it. Now, again, remember, Reggie wanted to stay in Philadelphia, but it, it worked out better for him in the long run. He got a Super Bowl. I know Brett Favre is happy that he came. Fast forward to today. Uh, Mr. James, LeBron, that will be, decides that, of course, he wants to play in his hometown. Now, I guess the basketball guys just made it that when he came out of high school that, 
you know, when they did their uh, lottery pick that the Cleveland Cavaliers somehow or another, their name surfaced and psh, LeBron will be playing in Cleveland. And we were expecting him to bring a championship there. And LeBron gave it his all, but he needed some help. And, uh, of course, he didn't get that. And so he left. And he went to Miami. He took his talents to Miami and won a championship. When LeBron did that, that was historical. But then what he did is he then came back and said, like I've always wanted to, I want to bring a championship to Cleveland. So I'm going to go back home. I've got the championship. So in case my career was to end, I didn't want it to end in Cleveland where I was initially and not have a chance to win a championship. So what he decided to do was to go to Miami, win that championship, now come back to Cleveland, okay? Let's try this a second time. I'm going to need some help around here. As a matter of fact, I might even need a little help with a coach. Shout out to Michael Jordan. I don't know, but, you know, shout out to Michael Jordan. Uh, but I might even need to help with a little coach, a little maneuver with the coach, you know, a couple players here and there. Uh, you you want to talk to me about it? You want to consider it? Um, you know, something like that. That conversation, you don't necessarily have to have it directly. You can have it indirectly. You can have a messenger. And I'm not sure who his messenger was, but somebody got the message. And as a result, LeBron got the team as a whole. That includes the coach and the players. And they won a championship. Now, you got somebody like Kevin Durant, who's a free agent, who is no doubt in my mind, very similar to LeBron. And that is, he wants to win a championship. There's a little bit different and Kevin Durant, I believe, than LeBron James and anybody else out there. Uh, I'm not so sure about D-Wade might have a little bit of that in it, but I'm not so sure he, he could be too far along in his career to actually adopt this strategy. But see, LeBron was still young enough that he could come back home and put enough pieces to the puzzle around him to win a championship. But LeBron knew where he wanted to go and what he needed when he got there and knew if the pieces of the puzzle was missing, what we needed to bring. And so you look at Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant may not be as passionate about D.C. as LeBron was about Cleveland. Maybe. Maybe he, for whatever reason, he didn't want to go back home and bring that championship back home. Now, I don't know Kevin to say anything like that. It's just my opinion. It's Rayella Sports. And so, in my opinion, I remember when I was a young man and I had a chance. I remember sitting in a locker room. I remember it was at an office. And I remember, you know, contract all ready to sign. You know, and, and it really was a little bit more money. But it was also that, remember, Ray Cleveland waiting for you to come there. That's my home. I wanted to go, I wanted to play at home. I wanted to do the best I could to help them win a championship. I knew they had a great secondary. I already knew it. So I got a chance to do that. So what I'm saying to you now, the point I really want to make is that players are now in power. They've always been in power. 
It just takes a few leaders to make some decisions to make other players realize that you now are in control of your own destiny. Sports is finally allowing some players some freedom to choose where they want to work at and who they want to work for. The system has changed drastically from what it used to be. But what that also does is when you got somebody like LeBron who knows talent and Kevin Durant who knows talent, come on, man. All of you have been there before in the park. I'm keeping it real now. You're the guy who has winners next, okay? A team wins, a team loses. When the team loses, you get a choice to pick from those guys who just lost or the guys that are standing on the sideline who also want to get on and play. You have a chance now to put your team together that you can beat the next team who just won. You can beat the team that just won so you can stay on the court. So are you telling me that you're going to pick the worst four other players that are waiting to play? Or are you going to pick from those who you just saw play, and there was somebody out there that was really good, and he may have picked that team. He may have picked that team. Now, if you pick him to be on your team, you think he's going to play? Or he's going to wait to see what you guys do, who wins that game, and then maybe get a winner's down the road. No, it doesn't work like that. You want to win. You want to stay on the court all day long till you decide, man, I'm out of here. It's time to go. You retire for the day. <laughs> you go do something else. But that's what it's all about. It's about winning. And you want to win and you want to keep winning. So what Kevin Durant is done, now when you get to the point where money is involved too, so you get paid to win, nobody wants to lose. I don't care what team you're on. You can love the team. You don't want to keep losing. You want to win. And these teams, you have to understand, <laughs> we saw it in Cleveland. Sometimes what coaches feel about you, it comes out. I, you know, I've been a part of a system, and I just don't want to, you know, out of respect. There were people that I played for. Um, one of them recently passed away. Uh, but when they don't want you, they don't want you. That's what this is all. This is there's some human emotion involved in this business of sports. You want to play for a team that wants you, that wants you to win, that puts you in a position to win. Kevin Durant wanted to play for a team to win, that would win. He wanted to play for a team that wanted him. He was in demand. He had an option. It was a business decision. It wasn't personal. That's what I want most people who are listening to the show, 888-346-9144, 888-346-9144, if you want to call in and you want to make a comment. They just want to win. It's, it's, it's just business. It's basketball. Basketball is business. Football is business. Hockey is Soccer. You should listen to some of the soccer announcers, and when they give you the background, they'll tell you about these people who've been moving around and getting paid a lot of money now. It ain't just basketball and football. We'll talk about that, too, on the other side of the break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel sports and medicine go hand in hand quite simply if you aren't up to your game health wise you won't be up to your game on the field that's where bruce the sports doc comes in dr bruce grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week Bruce, the sports doc, and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And of course, what matters to me is the Camp Police Boys Club and Black Lives Matters. So uh, let me get back to where I was. Of course, you know, as I was going to that break there, you know, I was talking a little bit about soccer. Don't get me wrong. I don't know a damn thing about soccer. I just watched them guys run around there, you know, chasing that ball, kicking that ball. It's almost like football. You could take somebody to a soccer game that does not know soccer. Just like you could take somebody to a football game that does not know football. But you know that the ultimate goal is for them to score a touchdown. So that's what somebody's going to explain to you is, the, you know, the, when they score a touchdown, that's good. That's when you cheer. They can also tell you when your team does something good, like catch a pass or run and get a first down. You know, that's good. So you, you can cheer then. You know, when the other team does something, you want to boo them. In soccer, you know, it's like I don't know all the other rules, but I just know ultimately they're trying to get the ball into the net. If they get come close to it, oh, oh, you know, if they do it, hey. So if it's an American team, I'm rooting for us, wherever we at, whoever we playing. And if not, then I'm going to look at the other cats and see who got a little bit of athletic ability. But I'm going to tell you what, they got some foot speed. They got some acceleration. They got some, they got some coordination. A lot of the guys out there could be, they could be corners, wide receivers, maybe running backs if they could take a hit. You know, uh, but I, I see some I see some corners out there. I see some wide receivers out there. I see maybe a couple running backs out there. Um, I don't see many linebackers out there. I don't see many defensive tackles, offensive tackles, guards, centers. I don't even know if I see any quarterbacks out there either. You know, but you might find your DB out there. You might find your wide receiver out there. Anyway, so the soccer, but they're making money now. And there's, there's, there's competition to get the best players on teams. So that's what you want. Listen, we have a system in the United States of America which we need to revamp it a little bit and we need to pay a little bit more attention to it, particularly to those that are in the system and help them be successful, that they can learn a skill set, that they can make more money. Because guess what? Do you know in the United States of America, the more money you make when you work for somebody, 
the more money you get put in that you have to put into the government. So we get taxes. The more money you make, the more money we get in taxes, which helps support everything we do. Our streets department, uh, our police department, um, our water department, you know, everything. You know, and by the way, I want to, I, 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 let me give a real quick shout out to Arizona because I went back to Ohio. I'm born and raised in Kent. I love the Hall of Fame city, y'all. I'm sorry. I just love it. But I need to, I need to get a trip where I need to bring those people from the administration and I need to bring them to Arizona and I need to show them. Oh, yeah, by the way, the wife is also from Missouri, so show me. So I need to show them clean. I'm gonna give, I got to give it up to Arizona. Arizona, particularly, you know, Phoenix, Gilbert, you know, it's clean. If some of these people would travel to the East Coast and the Midwest, it is disgusting. There's some people here, who, as a matter of fact, the owner here is from the East Coast with, along with me. Shout out to Jeff. Uh, but Jeff, you know, this, this Boston doesn't look like Arizona. Arizona is clean. Philadelphia doesn't look like Arizona. Arizona is clean. Now, people work hard. I mean, I see people, you know, on the highways, on the streets, picking up trash daily, all the time. You know, I, there's people in, I don't know when some of the streets have been, you know, some of the areas where there's grass that's taller than I am. Out here, the only thing taller than when it comes to anything growing as green as corn is taller than me. <laughs> grass is not taller than me here in Arizona. So anyway, let me get off of that. Let me go back to where the guys can go and play ball wherever they want to, because I just want to say this too. You know, D. Wade is another example of ownership not caring about players. So leave Kevin Durant alone, leave LeBron alone, and let them use their masterminds to put together and become a part of a team that will bring excitement into your living rooms, into stadiums where you will see great basketball. Because, see, the owners have no incentive. And football is a whole lot different. Because, see, football, is because there's such revenue sharing, I think basketball shares in revenue very similar. There's no incentive to win. You know, it ain't like you're going to make a whole lot more money to win. Not in revenue sharing. They, they share it with all 32 teams. Whatever their TV contract is, if you win or lose, everybody gets the same amount. So there's real no the only incentive to win is the players are the only one really looking at winning. And a lot of times the owners don't want to, well, again, remember now, they also have salary caps. So you only get penalties. This is how you know a team really wants to win. You're not, you know, you have to give the man a little bit of credit in Cleveland. Because you know they really want to win because they exceed the salary cap, which means they get penalized. So they get paid for more money they spend. Over the salary cap, they get penalized for that, but they win championships. For all those out there who didn't know that, in football, you, you, I don't think you can exceed the salary cap. But in basketball, you can exceed the salary cap, pay more to put a team together to win a championship, the luxury tax, I think they call that, and you win. Now, you, if you really want to win, that's what you do. I don't care how big the market is that you play in. I want to hear that I'm tired of the small team market. There's only five people on the basketball court at one time. The arenas are no much, not much bigger than others. And as a matter of fact, a lot of times the smaller arenas are, are the teams in the, in the areas where they say they can't really afford the players. They sell out all the time. 
So I, I don't want to hear that. But let's go back to D-Wade. D-Wade left Miami. We all know. You, you saw it on the big boy shows. He's left Miami. Did they really, maybe they saw something in D-Wade that he doesn't have the skill set that he had yet. But D-Wade had an outstanding year last year. Dwayne Wade was an all-star in my mind. Dwayne Wade had a great season last year. Now, he missed some games because, again, it, whether it was resting or it was injury, regardless, outstanding year last year. That D-Wade, well, you know D-Rose is gone. Two Chicago men gone out of their home. One's gone, one's coming in. That, that's going to be an interesting story right there. D-Wade gets to come home. Derrick Rose is gone. But let, let's see what D-Wade has in the tank left. But I think Chicago was kind of doing the best they could to, and they don't owe him anything because he, you know, he, he's from the city, but he didn't play for them. You know, but, but he was at Miami, built that organization, brought them championship rings that they'll have forever. He will be connected. When he retires, he'll, he'll retire as a heat. But one thing for sure is when they felt they had no more they could get out of him, they let him go. They let him go. If he was 10 years younger, do they let him go? No. Five years younger, do they let him go? No. We know that. So, Kevin Durant, if you've got to go, when you've got to go, you make the decision you got to go because you got to go. I'll never forget one of the most heartbreaking moments I ever saw in my life when I lived in Philadelphia. Mo Cheeks driving up to his condo, getting out of his truck, and the cameraman there asking him how did he feel about being traded. Mo broke down. Mo had no idea he had been traded. Mo's a coach in the NBA now. <laughs> yes. Where Kevin Durant was, where Westbrook is currently, Mo Cheeks is a part of that staff. OKC. Ask Mo how he feels about what Kevin Durant just did. If you want to get investigative reporting, big boy show, call Mo Cheeks in and ask him how he feel about that. Because it's different when you've played the game and then you're part of the administrative staff. You really get two different perspectives. And you're going to get some real, you know, you want to get the real deal? Talk to a former player who's in a situation like that. Talk to Mo Cheeks. You'll find out. So, so with the D-Wade situation, Miami didn't want to pay him for everything he did to him, so they let him go. So now, all I want you guys to understand is the fact that it's, it's not personal. It's business. And when you fall, the fans fall in love with the players, please don't hold it against the players when they leave because, see, the players are only trying to do what's best for them and their families because the owners are not really doing that. And guess what? The owners aren't really doing what's best for you either. They're making business decisions. They're not making decisions based upon the relationship, the intimate relationship between the fans and the players. They don't care. There are different people that come and go all the time. They, they know. See, you're emotionally attached they're financially attached. They are worried about the almighty dollar. As a matter of fact, I think I need to start my show off with money, 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 money. Giving a shout out to the homeboys, the OJs, of course, from the Hall of Fame city of Canton, Ohio. But that's what sports is really about. Money. It's not personal. It's business. I want you to get attached to the players but understand the owners are attached to the money. I thank you all for uh, listening to the show today. Again, of course, I want to close this show out again, paying homage and respect 
to the Ken Police Boys Club and Black Lives Matter because all lives matter. But I was taught that lesson at the Ken Police Boys Club that, yes, we care about these young black men and these young black men. We all care about each other. Black, white, green, purple, blue, Chinese. I don't care if you're my Chinese brother, if you're my Jewish brother, if you're my Irish brother, you're my Puerto Rican brother. We all brothers together. This is the United States of America. God bless you. God keep you. I'm out. you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. 